Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's now time for Good, Bad and Ugly on Fridays in the Top End. It is time, Rob, for the good, bad, and the ugly. Maybe the most spoken about segment on this show. You have copped a lot of criticism. Your inbox is blowing up. Let's start this week with the good. Yeah, my good this week's Wanderers. Mm. Um, I was just finished commentating before this one. So um, their warm-up looked really good. It was way more organised. Structurally, they looked better. Not having those four key backs, making their back line slow. More players playing their roles now. And they brought in some kids, getting the... You know, um, and you also got Tyson White, got the Rising Stars. So they're bringing in some younger players and bringing that run. Um, the only downside to them is they still got scored against heavy from in, inside 50s, which is a high rate from Nycliffe, that first possession score sort of stat. But other than that, they are looking a bit more structurally better. Um, so they're my good this week. So Wanderers have been in your bad and ugly column more times than not this year, pretty mm. much. Have they turned the corner? Did they show enough that you think, hey, this could be... Onwards and upwards from here for the Eagles? No, yeah, probably, but I just think three wins, five losses now. I think the start of the year is going to hurt them. A bit, aren't they? Yeah, it's going to hurt them way too much now. And I think, you know, if they go 8-8, eight, eight, I don't think that makes you in, the, in finals, which affords you a few losses. But they're going to have to go on one of those famous Wanderers winning streaks where they win four or five in a row now. They have done it before, and it is the 16-round mm. season, though, which makes it a little bit more tougher for them, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And, like, the evenness of the competition as well mm. with Palmerston losing. Now we've got those sides all on two losses. Like St. Mary's looking very dominant. but There's no easy forth. games. No easy games. And I think Saints are resting a few flyings this week, um, Raf mentioned. Um, so they're going in with a weaker side against Tiwi. But, yeah, it's the way it's going at the moment. And you're bad. My bad was the slow starts. Uh, Pints and Nycliffe were, you know, very slow out of the boxes, and... Uh, Buffaloes are really slow as well, starting out at the third quarter. Um, if you aren't on early, coaches and players need to find a way to stem the bleeding. No slow play or control in NTFL football. None of the sides, once they get scored against, it seemed like in the coaches' box or the, or the players, they were just very slow to react to stop that bleeding. So you're a coach. What do you do to combat the slow start? Because I know, for example, as, as a player who still plays at the Buffaloes, when we have a slow start, it's normally like in the change rooms. Boys, is the energy up? Have we prepared? Is there anything else you can do to combat this, a slow start? I reckon you just start a bit more spreading and controlling the football because sometimes a lot of these sides, when they do start well, they are a bit unaccountable. Um, St. Mary's are different. They're not. And Waratahs are very accountable as well. But you've got to try your best to slow them down, get some more control and, and um, yeah, move that football a bit more. And the ugly... The ugly, this one's a bit gammon, but it's just it's just minutes into kids. So I was commentating on Friday night, and there was no footy behind the goals, and then you're dealing with already shortened quarters for these kids that are struggling at nationals level, and then the footballs are going over the fence, and it's taken two or three minutes. Kids have to jump the fence, run up to the Michael Long Center, go up to the level, grab it, bring it back. And this is whilst, you know, it just takes away too much minutes. A solution could be the extra ball air, and then each team has to just run behind the goal, the fullback of each side at quarter times, or maybe employ someone or pay a kid ten bucks just to sit there and collect the footies. Kids are missing out on too much footy, aren't they? Oh, definitely. I just—it's one of my pet hates right now. I've got limited minutes now, and 
I don't, yeah, and it's it's hard for kids to play up a grade. There's so many rules about it, and it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just hurt in development, I feel. I think you two spoke about it very well on the show a couple of weeks ago, but Rob, is this something that is just a bee in your bonnet, or have you heard from other parents and other people around the community that this is an issue for them as well? Yeah, I think I've spoken to a few people um, about it, um, and obviously I had my issues with playing kids above other kids and that sort of thing, and... It definitely is an issue in the community, and I don't think people have trust in the like the Thunder system and um, that lo- the local level. And they've said that if my kid's any good at 13, 14, they're sending them away. And yeah. that's, I've heard that pretty commonly. I have too, unfortunately. I think it's an interesting one and one that could develop over the years, that junior system in the Northern Territory. But I agree, there's not enough minutes playing. Our kids aren't playing enough football at this stage. Yeah, definitely. Jed Anderson is at the Gold Coast Suns now. He's third AFL club. He joins them by the preseason supplemental selection period and will be added to the list as a rookie. The tough on baller has spent the past couple of months training with NTFL club Darwin Buffaloes. I really like that fit at the Gold Coast Suns. Raf, Jed is a player that makes himself and everyone around him better just with the standards that he sets for himself on the training track. Um, people will talk about his limitations as a footballer, but gee, you're, if the ball is in between Jed and somebody else, I would hate to be that somebody else. Jed is just a wrecking ball going for the football. Um, I think it's a good fit. Yeah, definitely, mate. And um, just strengthens up that the Gold Coast midfield. You know, mm-hmm. They've got a lot of great ball winners, but there's no one really like a Jed Anderson type. No. And he's guaranteed you're going to get his 10 to 15 tackles. Mm. If you're in front of him and you got the ball, good luck. Um, yeah, he, the way he attacks it is one of the best. And, um, you know, it probably free him up a bit too, a bit of, you know, because the last couple of years in North Melbourne, he was doing all the inside work with no one to help him out on the outside. So, um, so yeah, you throw him in there with that, that classy midfield that they're building at the Gold Coast Suns and the rest of the Territory boys. I think he's going to really enjoy his footy over the next couple of years. And, Great, good, great to see for Jed because, yeah, I'd like to see him bloody have some success. Raf, Jed Anderson, Ben Long, Malcolm Roses, Joel Jeffrey, Sandy Brock, Lloyd Johnston. If the Gold Coast Suns are not your second team as a Territorian, it's just unterritorian, isn't it? Yeah, mate. Um, I think I'll have to change from the GWS being my <laughs> second team now to lean towards the Suns. So <laughs> definitely got some boys to cheer for there. Rob, you enjoying this territory connection from afar? Yeah, well, I didn't even. Yeah, I knew they had a lot of territory boys, but when you put it out on paper like that, is that, that a record? You know, that has to be a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got to be. Yeah, a record. Six territory boys, and you know, it'd be great if they all got in together and played a game, a couple of games together, even four or five of them in the same team. That would be absolutely amazing for territory footy. Plenty more to come on SEN Fridays at the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn, Darwin. We will love your listing.